0: and welcome to Faithful. My name is Christina, and I use she, her pronouns. <laughs> My name is Emma, and I also use she, her pronouns. And we have a very special guest with us today, uh, our friend Tanner.
1: Hi, I'm Tanner. I'm a sandwich that uses they, them pronouns. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, So, you, uh, if you are looking at the title of this episode, uh, some extra context is the fact that this is a crossover our first crossover uh on faithful and Hello. for for today we're going to be talking about an episode of glee from the second season called grilled cheeses
1: yeah and this is this is technically side b of yeah. the, the loser like me grilled cheeses recap episode
0: yes uh so it's the this is like the, the shaking hands meme where one hand is one hand is loser like me and one hand is faithful and the center is grilled Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
2: I think, uh, if you want to like understand well, what's going on in the episode and like the chronological what's happening, um, mm-hmm. you might want to listen to loser like me first. Um, mm-hmm. and then we'll be going a little bit more in depth about our personal feelings about, yeah. uh, the choices that were made <laughs> and, uh, Yeah, get into it a little bit on Mm -hmm. the spiritual level.
1: Should I give a notes for what happened to the episode in case they don't want to watch it or they are familiar with it and don't want to have to go through it again via podcast?
0: No, that that would be great. Thank you, Tanner.
1: Okay, so basically, Glee. You know what Glee is. The show, teens, musical, they sing. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the characters, Finn, is kind of a dumb jock, and he accidentally burns the image of Jesus onto a grilled cheese sandwich, and he believes that now he is Christian. So he starts praying to it because he doesn't really know how religion works. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kurt, whose father is dating Finn's mother, is gay, and he's not a fan of religion. And this kind of doubles down when his father has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And then everyone keeps singing religious songs to try and comfort Kurt, and he's uncomfortable with it. Eventually, Bert does wake up, and they're like, bro, what if God was one of us? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, there, there are other characters who will, we will probably have to like name as they get Like, as we discuss them. But yeah, that's basically Mm -hmm. what- that's what you missed on
1: Glee.
0: (laughs) 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 But yeah, so we- with that kind of, like, summary, where do we want to start talking about, like, with this episode of Glee? Do we want to talk about the whole grilled cheeses thing?
1: I mean, it's your- I'm on your guys' show now, so it's on y'all.
0: Yeah, but I'm polling the room. (laughs) Um,
2: I have a lot I think most of my feelings are about, uh, Kurt specifically, but Mm -hmm. it might be best to start with grilled cheeseless because that's kind of where the drama
0: starts, I suppose. Yeah. The the inciting incident. Yeah, really. So then it's basically like the, the thing about it is that like in the episode they discuss that Finn is someone who has never really experienced religion or faith or spirituality before in his life. And because this is glee, when when he when he burns the face of Jesus onto a sandwich as a high schooler does sometimes, he believes All high schoolers
1: <laughs> do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. We we've all, all been high schoolers. Face. Everyone knows at least one kid in their high school who probably would have tried to start a religion based on a sandwich
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but finn Finn immediately like assumes that like hey, I'm going to believe that the presence of God has made itself known to me in the in the burning on this sandwich, and Finn really like projects onto this sandwich he kind of like spends the whole episode feeling like. This is my personal link to to God, and I can speak to the sandwich, and my prayers will immediately be answered, because he prays to the sandwich three times over the course of the episode. The first mm-hmm. time he prays is to win a football game, because their football team is bad, and they win a football game. The second time he prays is to get to second base with his girlfriend, which he does. <laughs> and the th- And the final thing that he prays for is to be is to be reinstated as quarterback of the football team, which he only gets because the official like the actual quarterback is injured during a football game, and while he's recovering, uh Finn is made the quarterback, which he feels bad about because it's like, well, something bad had to happen for me to get my prayer answered
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's. I feel like part of it is like a kind of idolatry. Oh, for sure.
1: The gr- the, gr- the cheese came from the golden calf. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 one hundred percent idolatry. Um i I think it's it's an interesting way to explore what and I'm I'm immediately getting way too deep into it, but like no, go an for interesting it. way to explore A young person's, like, spirituality and what – how they think about it and, Mm -hmm. like, how they try and, like, use it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But it is very odd to me. Like, (laughs) I just – it's obviously just because this is – it's funnier this way, but, like – it's, it's interesting to me that um, he believes that God, like, intervened and, and and appeared on this sandwich. And now this sandwich is holy. It's not, like, mm-hmm. God who, you know, made that happen isn't the thing. It's, like, this sandwich is the important part. Not the fact that God was involved. Just this
0: sandwich. In his defense, the Shroud of Turin. <laughs> In his defense, yeah. the, um, I think it's the the- the way that the Blessed Virgin Mary appeared to Juan Diego, on his on his shawl, like even if I I don't think that Finn had any knowledge of those, but like it has happened before in the history of religion, mm-hmm. but not yeah. in the sense of like, oh, the presence of something holy within this object means that now this object is my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think yeah, I think the difference there is that Finn
2: continues to pray to grilled jesus and not to like the actual christian mm-hmm. like jesus or god or anything like that which i think is the little switch that turns it to idolatry but yeah i should there's certainly history of that happening but this is obviously not one of those but yeah so <laughs>
0: i don't know <laughs> i didn't have anything to say there i thought i would <laughs> i'm drawing a meme to make for when the episode goes out <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, in I don't know if this is in Finn's defense, but he does also like after winning the football game because like, his, his quote-unquote deal with grilled cheeses was, if you help us win our football game, oh, then yeah. be, I will dedicate this week in Glee Club to you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they win. And so then Finn goes to the Glee Club and he says, this week I think we should sing about Jesus. And the teacher, Will, kind of pivots it to be about like Spirituality and faith and beliefs instead of just Jesus specifically.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's it's very weird because I feel like there are like almost two almost identical scenes that happen almost back to back. First one where where Finn is like, I think we should s- sing about Jesus, and everyone's like, "What? That's so weird." That's like it sucks that you're Christian now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cringe. <laughs> um, and then in another scene somebody says i don't believe in god and i don't want to participate in this spirituality week and they're like what? Mm-hmm. they're scandalized and like it's very yeah. bad
1: what the heck is an atheist
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah it, it's very weird and then yeah so my like main uh difficulty with this episode um as somebody who i don't watch glee and i don't watch Mm -hmm. it with uh, christina and tanner very often so this is one of very Mm -hmm. few episodes i've seen um my problem with this episode was that um one of the main conflicts was that kurt who is a um like young gay boy Mm -hmm. is uncomfortable in ohio and says that in in ohio in
0: 2010
2: it's like he gets bullied for it, right? He doesn't have a lot of friends because of it. Like it's, it's a hardship that Mm -hmm. he faces being Mm -hmm. gay on the show. Um, and he is very, very clear at almost every single opportunity. Like, Hey, you guys are making me uncomfortable (laughs) by like trying to comfort me religiously when that is something I don't want because I am gay (laughs) and the -hmm. church historically does not like me and it makes me very uncomfortable. And, nobody seemed like it was not a lesson learned at the end that they should have respected Mm -hmm. kurt and his boundaries it was a yeah kurt needed to learn how to appreciate his friends and what they were trying to do for him which is not yeah incorrect but without the other part of it it does feel pretty bad
1: yeah
0: yeah in in thinking about this episode i feel like they kind of they kind of vacillated all over their place as to, like, how Glee feels about religion. Mm-hmm. And, like, and even, like, any kind of faith. Because they, they had moments that were, like, you are bad if you try to, and you are in the wrong, if you try to convince people to be a part of your faith. And you are bad if you try to if you try to express your faith and your beliefs in a public setting but also like look at those look at those religious people look at those christians doing their sing they're so fun (laughs) and well i have to respect the fact that my friends were trying to help even if they were trying to help in a way that i am not familiar with or comfortable with yeah yeah
2: i like the whole thing left a taste and like for 2010 or whatever, it totally makes sense that this is the case, um, mm-hmm. but, like, it just left a whole taste in my mouth. Like, they were trying to show both sides mm-hmm. of this conflict, you know? Like, Kurt's side and the religious side, and, like, you know, Glee's all about representation, so there's got to be representation for both sides, right? <gasps>
0: Allegedly!
1: <laughs> so so here's the thing. The, 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 I want to use this reputation point to pivot. Um, mm-hmm. the yeah, fact go for that it, Tanner. This, this, it's a religion episode, but it's really only religion in the sense of Christianity versus, athe- uh, Christianity versus <laughs> atheism. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: And so, if, if you haven't watched Glee, there's two characters on the show who are Jewish, uh, mm-hmm. Puck and Rachel, um, mm-hmm. and none of us on this podcast here are Jewish. and But I'm comfortable saying that I don't think either of them are good Jewish representation, because no. with Puck, it boils down to him saying, I'm Jewish. Anyways, here's a Billy Joel song. And with Rachel, it boils down to, I'm Jewish. Anyways, here's a Barbra Streisand song.
0: Yeah. And, and, but I, I wanted to just real quick, like, mention that in this episode, which is about religion, like, Puck, who is not the most reflective or thoughtful character in Glee. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Specifically mentions that he attended Temple for the first time in a long time. Specifically to pray for, uh, Kurt's dad to get better. Which- was a touching moment that I didn't expect. Because Puck's character is not the greatest.
1: Yeah. And I I, <laughs> I, might be the only Puck defender, and even I am quite often on the fence about him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm curious also, like, like what you thought about that, Tanner, because we didn't talk about, like, your religious-slash-faith background before we jumped into the episode, so what did you think?
1: Okay, let's like, get, get the Scarecord ready. I was a teenage atheist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My my background, though, because I did quite often go to church, Mm -hmm. um, and my grandfather was actually a minister. I think I accidentally said he was a reverend on another podcast but no he was a minister I got corrected by my mom (laughs) Um, and I I think he was retired by the time that I was like a sentient being going to church Mm -hmm. but it was still like a part of my upbringing but none of that stuff ever really clicked with me except maybe the occasional bible story which I accepted like to the same degree as I would accept like mythology stories like Mm -hmm. oh cool yeah Jesus was resurrected and uh, this guy fought the Goliath and uh, the golden fleece and Mount Olympus
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and then it was around middle school high school and when i was figuring out that i was gay and realizing that oh hey a lot of religious people aren't fond of that that i was like okay well let's, what's what's yeah. the point mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and I, I was very much i i probably was kind of a dick about it and uh, then young kid yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and i Teens. was i was
1: out of, I was out of high school by the time this episode of Glee aired, but I imagine they were thinking, like, okay, if we make a Kurt too deep in the atheism sauce, then he might come off as a dick, and we're trying to keep him mostly in the right. Mm-hmm. Where, except, mm-hmm. But not but not too in the right, because he does have to learn to let his friends proselytize, at him. Yeah. But yeah, I was atheist for a good chunk of my adolescence. And then mm-hmm. it was sometime in university where I... I don't want to say agnostic, but more just a, a general vague spirituality sense, my mm-hmm. my thinking being that, and it was actually like science and reason that made me decide there mm-hmm. was some kind of higher power just because so the the odds of humanity evolving and all of this stuff and like the earth even existing are so astronomical compared to the general trend of the universe that the fact mm-hmm. that we are here now podcasting... <laughs> th- <laughs> There has right. to be just a, a little bit of grand design in it i'm not i'm not saying mm-hmm. uh, creationism mm-hmm. i'm not saying guided evolution, but I am mm-hmm. saying that like someone probably did mm-hmm. boop 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 a few of those amino acids to make DNA exist
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right
2: right um
1: and 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 now there's and now it does we we're, we're but ants and it does not matter and it's up to us to make the world better but also i also mm-hmm. i'm i have a better understanding of faith and why people have faith. Mm -hmm. Like, if I was just pure science, facts, and logic, and atheism, I would just, like, oh, yeah, the world's screwed because we've completely burned it. We scorched this earth. Mm -hmm. You'd be Um, nihilistic. (laughs) Exactly. Very nihilistic. It takes some faith to say, okay, yeah, things are bad when you look at the big picture, but you know what? There's people working on it, and I believe in the power of humanity in general Mm -hmm. to make the, to -hmm. arc, arc things back towards sanity.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Gonna gonna harken back to an to one of the single digit faithful episodes. I believe. I believe,
1: I believe in the power the that comes from a world united as one. Hashtag Vancouver <laughs> twenty ten. <2010. laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, with with um with me and with Kurt. Mm -hmm. very similar through line I don't know if Kurt ever found any kind of faith or spirituality later in his life it sure Mm -hmm. didn't happen on the show but I was definitely in the same headspace as Kurt was when this episode aired of like yeah obviously with the church and with religious people doing all that stuff and even even the like backhanded like oh it's it's okay to be gay it's just not a Christian thing to do
2: yeah Mm -hmm. love the sinner hate the sin yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, um, yeah, I I think I can totally relate to you there, Tanner. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I also identified with Kurt in this episode, but I, as somebody who grew up religiously and then, Mm -hmm. you know, realized that they were gay and like, and still trying to come to terms with like what that means, you know, Mm -hmm. for my spirituality and everything. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's just the lack of any like empathy from the, like, Christian side of this uh, Mm -hmm. debate or whatever is just, like, an egregious oversight to actually make this episode, like, say anything of substance,
0: you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's like, it's almost like they were scared to go too deep.
0: It feels like they were scared to, like, portray... People with religion in any kind of like genuinely positive light that they had to kind of say, like, oh, well, you know, even if their beliefs are false, like they're just out there trying to do some good instead of, you know, actually having it be like, well, yes, like these people have different beliefs and they are trying to help. So we're not going to invalidate their beliefs, but we're just going to say, like, hey, they're, they're different. We're not here to say which ones are correct or the best, but these are just all different. These are different faiths and religions. Yeah. But that would be it's, expecting too much of Glee.
1: <laughs> see, I would also say they were scared to portray the church in a negative light, too, just because they never mm-hmm. bring up any of the systemic stuff that is done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's almost like none of the kids in the Glee Club, or none of the characters, period, have ever heard, like, they, they've never heard of atheism, and they've never heard of, like, religion-based homophobia.
2: hmm Yeah. It's like, well, like, if, like, nobody would bully Kurt for being gay if there wasn't a reason people didn't like gay people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they've established yeah. that homophobia exists, which really only exists because of, like, Football. religion. <laughs> but somehow they, they don't make that connection.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kurt's like, Christians are are very homophobic in general. And then his Christian friends are like, but well, we're Christians and you're friends and we're fine with you being gay. And Kurt's like, y- but have you ever read Wikipedia?
0: speaking of wikipedia actually i got curious so i went to ryan murphy's uh wikipedia page um where turns out he grew up in a catholic household but is done with the church having left it wikipedia says however he occasionally still goes to church
1: yeah so that's another thing i wanted to talk about is that ryan murphy himself um my good friend ryan murphy no
0: no He's not our friend.
1: My occasional nemesis, Ryan Murphy, is that um, (laughs) based on the works of his that I have seen, he has an odd relationship with religion. And I feel like like this episode was maybe him trying to reconcile those feelings. Mm -hmm. And I actually want to bring up um, a different show that, as far as I know, you guys haven't seen. Because while Glee was going on, Ryan Murphy made another show called The New Normal. And it starred Justin Bartha Mm -hmm. and Andrew Rammels as a gay couple who were, like, getting a baby via a surrogate, but that Mm -hmm. uh, surrogate's mom is very conservative and she follows the surrogate there to, like, basically lambast them all the time. And it's like, what what if Sue Sylvester, but in California? (laughs) Um, But there's one episode where... Uh, Justin Barthas' character is like, when the child is born, I would like them baptized, because I still have a little bit of religion in me. And Andrea Allen's like, absolutely not. I don't want any religion in this household. The church has been terrible for me. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he he goes to the church to, like i think i think he's doing a confessional or, or just talking to the pastor or whatever and he's mm-hmm. like listen i'm not here to convert or anything but I, and i don't want to lambast you either i'm just trying to figure out like how can my husband have faith after all the horrible things that he's been through in the name of religion and the pastor has this thing about like that he's trying to understand how the queer community like at the time i think it was like 2011 or 2012 he's trying to figure out why the queer community is mm-hmm. so against religion because he brings up like when gay ma- marriage nah when gay marriage, <laughs> <Garage>. when, <laughs> when gay marriage was an issue, like so many people fought for it, and mm-hmm. like all oh, like all this other stuff, like being able to own a house, being able to like just get it decriminalized, taken out of a mental health or a mental disease textbook. They mm-hmm. everyone fought for that. But when it came to religion, it doesn't seem like anyone fights for it. It seems like just like, oh your church doesn't want us, okay, then we're not gonna be part of the church anymore. And he's like th- like the Christianity isn't inherently homophobic. It's just that all the people are using it wrong and I wish we would get more gay people in the congregation and more queer people in the congregation mm-hmm. because I I feel like it's a tragedy that it's been abandoned and I understand why, but like, how come you didn't fight for it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, And
1: so, and I don't, I, and I get what that's saying. I'm, there's obviously some problems in there and I'm probably also misremembering it, but I do feel like Ryan Murphy is trying, is himself trying to, through his various and sundry shows, Mm -hmm. reconcile his feelings about being a gay man with the religion and the religious Mm -hmm. right that has continuously made it hard to do so. For sure.
0: Yeah. Also, before I forget, um, the other, the other main writers on Glee, uh, Ian Brennan, uh, was raised Roman Catholic and his father was a priest, Hmm. presumably retired, um, because they are, his father was a Catholic priest. Um, but, uh, Brad Falchuk, uh was born uh was born to Jewish parents and presumably at least raised partially Jewish maybe not raised in the church but raised at least aware of Judaism. Also he's married to Gwyneth Paltrow?
1: Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow less- left um the lead singer of Coldplay for Brad Falchuk.
0: I mean fine I guess. Go for y- do do you.
1: <laughs> and you know, okay, so actually knowing Brad Falchuk is has, uh, like, a Jewish background, maybe that makes the Jewish stuff in the episode a little bit more palatable, even though so much of it... Really, it was glee in general. So much of the quote-unquote Jewish representation is really just bits and gags.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's funny, because Rachel's Jewish, and she really likes Barbara Streisand. Yeah. And Puck won't shut up about being Jewish, which means he and Rachel gotta hook up at some point.
0: (sighs) Anyway... Um, you talking about, uh, talking about, like, confession, um, reminded me, Tanner, that there's a part in the episode of Glee where Finn essentially is trying to confess his, like, his perceived sins of, like, wishing for, uh, wishing to become the quarterback, but then that comes at the price of the actual quarterback being injured and taken out of the commission. And it, it it then went to a point where I feel like it would have been good to have, the, like, Finn confessing his sins, like, actually, like, set in a confessional. But instead, he's just saying it to the guidance counselor in her
1: office. In Finn's defense, I don't know if he would know what a confessional is. Like, Finn, Finn is a really interesting yeah. situation because he's clearly, once, once again, he's been raised in, like, an a-religious vacuum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like... That actually makes sense for him, because my... Like, I was thinking of his backstory and headcanoning stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like his mom, Carol, was probably religious at some point, but when mm-hmm. his father died when Finn was very young, she probably, well, A, lost mm-hmm. a little bit of faith, and B, because she's not a single mom, she just has... She's too busy to try and like, do any kind of church thing, like any kind of yeah. organized religion situation. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't have taught Finn anything. So th- this has Finn growing up in a vacuum of religion. And even though ohio yeah. american midwest there's going to be a strong religious presence there mm-hmm. but he's clearly like throughout the show you also get the sense that he doesn't really have any friends until he joins the glee club like he has the football team but he's not really friends with people on the football team except for puck who's jewish so obviously he's not going to get any like secondhand christianity from there
0: and he dated quinn yeah. for a while who is vehemently christian
1: that's true. okay so the thing the only thing you <laughs> would know about christianity is jesus is real and don't, and don't have, have sex, sex. for marriage.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it it it's it's very interesting, and it's a weird handling of religion in the episode. It's not necessarily bad, but yeah. it's also not great.
1: It's I mean, <laughs> in comparison to other episodes of Glee, it's a good episode of Glee, but
2: <laughs> I think one of the bigger problems is like that the show is built to pander to its audience, right? And its yeah. audience is is very divided on the issue that they've decided to make the crux of this episode. And so yeah. they have to portray, this- <laughs> like, Kurt in the well light, but they also have to portray mm-hmm. the, you know, Christian classmates in a good light. And it ends up just not making a statement.
0: Also because it was on Fox.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, and where it ends up, I think, is, at least in, like, in my mouth, it just leaves this taste of, like, wow, like, aren't Christians in, like, America misunderstood and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, aren't they oppressed in some way because they're not understood by their classmates or whatever which is (sighs) a just gigantic thing especially i think in like the 2010s in like youth groups and stuff it was like you know you're you're it's not going to be cool to be christian but you got to like push through and like you know people are not gonna like you because you're christian when it's just like not really (laughs) like that you know and it just pushes this like us versus them
1: Sort of situation, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Historically, the last time Christians were oppressed, they were still Jewish.
2: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And there are definitely Christians that are oppressed, like, in other countries, but in America, not at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, like, maybe you get, like, you might get, like, bullied. It might not be cool to be Christian in high school or whatever, but, like, I think it's much rarer for you to, like, be... Actively like persecuted because of that, you know what I mean. When there are a hundred other things that are cringier to be in high school,
0: you you don't generally hear about people being bullied specifically because they are Christian. Mm -hmm. I I don't think I've actually ever like like seen a news story about that or like heard about that happening in media or something.
1: Like I feel a lot of the people who say that they were bullied for being Christian, they're probably not realizing that that was just pushback from them proselytizing or just rubbing their faith in people's faces Mm -hmm. and just people in general trying to say much like kurt was trying to do in this episode Mm -hmm. saying i don't believe in this stuff and you're making things really awkward could can you back off a little Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and i i feel like part of part of this is kind of like tying into like the fact that like proselytizing in with when you're when you're coming from any religion or any faith background, that proselytizing is not an efficient way of trying to bring people into your faith. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's even it's not effective.
1: <laughs> even atheist proselytizing.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm
1: It's just any kind of going up against someone with a different belief system and saying, "Actually, I'm going to try and browbeat you into believing in mine."
0: It's like. Trying to, like you said, Tanner, trying to browbeat people into being atheist is not effective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Trying to be the, being the preacher who hangs out on a college campus and just yells at people for anything that doesn't uh, align with your very specific set of beliefs is not a way to get people to join your faith. In, yeah. At least not in, mm-hmm. like, in the way that the fate is intended. Mm-hmm. In my So in my
2: experience, like, when I was growing up in youth mm-hmm. group, like, all through, you know, yeah. middle and high school especially, um, we were taught, like, you know, it's, it's one of the core, like, Christian beliefs is that you are called to go out into the world and preach the good word and yeah. make sure that everybody in the world knows who Jesus is.
0: Yeah, go make disciples of all nations.
2: Yes, exactly. But the way that we were taught to do that was very, like... Aggressive is probably a good word, <laughs> yeah. you know where like yeah, just like you need to you know when you have friends, like you can just bring up the Bible, like invite them to church, and be really like kind of overt about it, mm-hmm. um but more recently, I think that there is a shift, and I think it's rippling throughout like uh, Christian circles and stuff where they're like people are preaching like, hey, traditional evangelizing is not effective, and the mm-hmm. way more effective and like way better way to do it is to just be a good person and just live like exactly a god-centered life and just be kind to people and people mm-hmm. will see that and they'll be like well the idea is that people will see that and they'll be like why are how are you so happy like how are you so optimistic mm-hmm. how do you you know believe things will get better and that's when you're like oh well you know I actually have to, I know this cool guy <laughs> j-man <laughs> up there' <laughs> <'Cause he's>
0: Jesus <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, so, but knowing, like, the his- historical context ten years ago, um, when mm-hmm. this episode came out, uh, it yeah. it definitely, I think, plays into a lot of, like, the fears that, like, Christians and, like, young Christians were having instilled in them, is that, mm-hmm. like, if you try and be Christian at school, people aren't gonna understand you. Yeah. And you're gonna be in the minority, and you're gonna be looked at weirdly, when that's just often not the case.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then I so, something that I'm not like a f- like a fan of that happened in the glee episode was how they then made like the people who were proselytizing seem, you know, like silly or dumb or wrong, especially because they had that happen to two of my favorite characters, Quinn and Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> and because did we mention the fact that like Mercedes like invited Kurt to go to church with her and stuff?
1: I don't think we have in I don't think this we have podcast in this episode.
0: Yeah, so so basically, like, as part of, like, trying to, you know, like, pray for Kurt's dad, Mercedes tells Kurt that she essentially got got her church to uh, offer up Kurt's dad as, like, their intention for their service on Sunday, and she invites him to come along with her. I didn't necessarily take it as, like, a now-come-to-church-with-me kind of a thing, but more as, like, a Mm-hmm. Hey, like, hey, you are my friend, and you are specifically related to the intention. Would you like to be there to be involved in offering up this prayer for your dad? And like, I think he could have said no, mm-hmm. uh, but then we wouldn't have gotten to have Mer- Amber Riley saying "Bridge Over turbled Water."
1: Honestly, um, I think he was about to say no until <laughs> she bribed him with a fabulous hat.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I didn't. I don't know if he mentioned yeah. that Mercedes is black and Kurt is white. Yes. Um. And so when they go to church, it is a, it's, you know, it's a mostly black congregation. Not, like, entirely black, but it is a mostly black congregation. And uh, they, it it is, it, it's, you know, it's, it's a very joyful service. Like, everyone there is nice. And the music is great. <laughs> and in, in the whole scene, like, Mercedes introduces, like, the introductory, like, choir number by saying you know like kurt i understand that you don't believe in god the same way that i do or at all but like you need to still you need to still believe in something that is bigger than yourself because if you don't have anything bigger than yourself to turn to life is going to be extremely hard Mm -hmm. which is you know I i think a fairly reasonable tack to take yeah sure i mean it's the same thing as like a work environment. If you don't have anybody higher than yourself to complain to when something's going wrong, then you're it's going to be difficult.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that the whole like um, Mercedes and Kurt at church thing was my favorite portrayal of religion in the whole episode because mm-hmm. it was very like personal and it felt very real. Like mm-hmm. people finding some kind of comfort in a community and in a, mm-hmm. in a group of people who like fundamentally care about you. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think that was great and uh fairly true to life you know and and i could see that actually happening in a real scenario Mm -hmm. um so i'm being comforted by that and um we haven't gotten into the music very much i don't know that we will um in this podcast Mm -hmm. but um so earlier mercedes sang a song that was very religious what was it Mm -hmm. called i look to you
1: by whitney houston i look to you
2: yeah oh they gave her a whitney number um yes Um, so in that song, it's, it's very, um, it uses a lot of, like, religious language, I guess, where it's just, like, you know, talking about, like, relying on God and, Mm -hmm. um like, looking to him for support when things are going really badly. Um, and no. that was not accessible to Kurt. He didn't respond to it very well at all. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't have that relationship with God. Like, why would he trust God at this mm-hmm. point? Like, there's just no reason for it. Yeah. Um, and then they sing Bridge Over Troubled Water, which I think is a much more, like, accessible song mm-hmm. for somebody who's not religious. Which is like, much
0: more a religious song.
2: Yeah. And I don't know that... Anybody thought this deeply about it, but the idea that um, Mercedes Church would pick a song that was a little bit more accessible, like Mercedes going like, hey, my mm-hmm. friend is not Christian, but I want him to be able to participate in this. Them picking a better song for him that's mm-hmm. not like sacrificing lambs and you yeah. know, scary <laughs> 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 language that when you're not used to it is is really unaccessible what made a lot of sense to me.
0: They did sing a song about, let us all consume the body of Christ.
1: (laughs) That's later in the episode.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I remember inviting a friend to church once in middle school, I think, and we were singing a song about, um, I don't remember which one it was, but there was definitely something about, like, Mm -hmm. sacrificing lambs and and stuff. And she was an animal lover, and she's like, I don't think I'm comfortable singing this. And I'm like, oh, no, no, it's a metaphor. And I think that's all I told her. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't really explain it very well. And... (laughs) It was yeah. Not great. Not a great experience probably for either yeah. of us. But uh
0: I will say though, there was a <laughs> moment in the episode it was during the during the going to church scene where when Kurt walks in and he's, you know, like told, Dino, you know, like, Okay, you sit here while I go up and sing and Kurt was looking around the congregation like, I don't know what to do right now. And that was exactly the experience that I had when I attended a Baptist church with a friend from college one time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, Catholic, the Catholic over here was like I don't know what to do Where's the kneelers <laughs> every, every, Everyone's No one is staying in their seats during the service
1: I mean that People was me going to a around. Catholic church Going to a yeah. Catholic, <laughs> Catholic church For my uh, mm-hmm. godson's baptism Everyone's mm-hmm. standing ups and downs And they all knew they all, all the songs I'm like oh god I didn't yeah. study for this test
0: Yeah well the reason we all know the <laughs> yeah. songs Is that Catholics don't get new songs very often <laughs>
1: no one just bursts out into losing my religion by rem no (laughs) (laughs) there's something very toothless about this episode because also of the fact that it's just atheism and christianity the once again Uh i keep coming back Mm -hmm. to the jewish stuff just because there's just enough Mm -hmm. that i'm left wanting literally anything more Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the The discussions of Judaism are so. It's Puck saying that he doesn't think religion should harsh one's vibes, and faith is about loving the life you get. And then he mm-hmm. sings "Only the Good Die Young" by Billy Joel because he only, he's he, he's trying to only sing Jewish artists, and the, that's a whole song about how hey, I should be able to sleep with the Catholic girl earlier. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's an issue. And then the, the, yeah. when Rachel brings up Judaism, it's just her saying, my kids need to be raised in the Jewish faith. And mm-hmm. I mean, I know enough to know that they, they would be automatically because matrilineal. Um, mm-hmm. And then the only other, other time is when she sings Papa, Can You Hear Me from Yentel, which like to her credit, it's a, a major song about like laying a father to rest. Though it's yeah. also not her father. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's to just dad. the
1: fact that there's never... There's never any discussion of why there is friction between the various mm-hmm. faiths. And it's like, yeah. it doesn't need to become a religious studies lecture, but...
0: Mm. I mean, they they make a brief mention because there's a part where Rachel and Mercedes and Quinn, um, as, as well as Finn and Carol, um, are praying over Bert's body. And they mention in the show that, like, well, Mercedes and Quinn and Rachel are all of different denominations, so they figure that something has to work, right? But they don't specifically mention, like, what flavor of Christianity, Mercedes and Quinn. Um, And I feel like that would have been interesting to see, like, hey, let's see how this would have been addressed from a Baptist perspective, from an evangelical perspective, from an Episcopal perspective. Yeah. From the Catholic inspect, from the Catholic perspective, let's get some oils in there for the anointing <laughs> of the sick.
1: <laughs> Act- actually br- explore it from a Jewish perspective, explore exactly. from a Muslim perspective. There's there was never yeah. a Muslim. Ca- the only time a Muslim character showed up on Glee was a sight gag in season one, where Rachel photoblonded the Muslim Students Union to get into more yearbook photos.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <sighs> this episode though did have a brief a a brief appearance. From a from an acupuncturist who is Sikh, and uh, it was it was a good representation. She showed up to do her job and was not referred to in any kind of derogatory sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, F- <laughs> which F- 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 Finn mistakes her for being Muslim, but it's Finn and he's an idiot, so we can let that one slide. He l- he literally yeah. knows nothing. Yeah, um, but it's it's just it feels so milk toast with everything and. Mm. There's, Mm -hmm. in the third season, there's like two more episodes that kind of talk about religion, but not really, and not to this degree. And once again, it's all just about Christianity versus Mm -hmm. other -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Vague gesture. Right. And on the one hand, you're almost glad that Ryan Murphy didn't try and just explore this kind of stuff any deeper because something Mm -hmm. would have gone wrong. But like... Yeah. Their... Mm-hmm. So, so on the Glee project, which was the reality show that aired between seasons two and three, and three and four of Glee, in order to, for Normie to win a role on Glee, yeah, one of the contestants in the second season was a Muslim girl named Eileen Benamozzou. Um, she her whole shtick—I don't know if it was editing or if she was just playing into it or a combination—but her whole shtick was she is the badass Muslim chick, and she made it to the final three, and <laughs> oh, nice. and it was her. And Blake Jenner, who we no longer care about, and Ali Stroker, who everyone Mm -hmm.
0: adores. (laughs) Yes.
1: But it's, like, the cast members and the crew and, like, the former eliminated contestants all talking to Ryan and, like, co about who should get to be on the episode. Mm -hmm. Or who should get to be on Glee. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're all going back and forth between Blake and Ali and Blake and Ali. And then another contestant, Charlie... Who was kind of in a relationship with Eileen before he was eliminated? He makes this impassioned speech on how like Glee could finally have the chance to start like mending bridges and extend a hand to the Muslim community and show mm-hmm. them in a positive light in comparison to all the terrible things that they are depicted as in pop culture today. And mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy's like, mm-hmm. "Hmm, that is interesting." Anyways, so I picked the white, a white boy. boy.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and so it's it's it's, uh, it's kind of exhausting all the what ifs of Glee. And this yeah. episode especially highlights that category of things where it's, this. here's our religion episode! But it's really just like, oh, Christians, they, they just need to learn how to be a little bit nicer.
0: I mean, like, yes, Christians <laughs> do need to learn how to be a little bit nicer and less bigoted, but also...
1: <laughs> that's that's the be-all and end-all. We have solved yeah. religion. <laughs>
2: <sighs> uh, yeah, I think that there's a version of this episode that has a lot like almost none of the factors that actually go into it but like another version of this episode where like there is representation from like a lot of major religions right mm-hmm. and like all of them are trying in their unique way to comfort kurt it's it's an educational experience almost you know where uh-huh. like you learn like you know, in this tough time, like, how do Christians handle this versus Jewish people versus versus like the Muslim faith? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like highlighting the differences and also the good parts about them.
0: They, they could have had a scene where Kurt goes to the chapel in the hospital and is greeted by um, by like a chaplain from literally any religion except Christianity or even a Christian chaplain. To mm-hmm. talk about them, like, and to talk to them about how things are going, even if even if Kurt has to say, I don't believe in God, five times during the conversation, that would have been interesting.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. my my thing with this episode, I, see, I, I like where the episode ends, because, mm-hmm. um, Kurt has a whole speech to his dad about how he still doesn't believe in God, but he believes in the two of them, and he has faith in their ability to help each other through life and all the hardships and stuff, and that's very much true to, like, the kind of situation I'm in, faith-wise. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also doesn't, like, it doesn't come down on one side or the other. It doesn't say Kurt was right. It doesn't say Mercedes was right. Which, they would, th- that's the way that has to end, because it would be really weird if at the end it was like, actually, you know what, we're all atheists now. That would be surreal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they didn't earn getting there, because at no point is there a true discussion on why religion is so important to the kids who have the religion and why mm-hmm. it is, like, specifically why Kurt, is like, it does, does not work for him. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. I, I think if they had, those characters had discussion on, like, an actual discussion on what they gain from their respective belief systems and why it comforts them and why they are trying to extend their that comfort to each other...
0: Mm-hmm. There there was a brief mention, I think Quinn said something about how like, oh, I've been praying to God a lot over the past season of Glee, and it helped me a lot. But it was literally just one line. Yeah. And then nothing else happened. So that would have been really cool to have that be more developed.
1: hmm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, not to mention the depth that would have given
2: the characters to like explore their spiritual side, which mm-hmm. never ever happens, you know, in shows like this. Yeah. To give them like a deeper understanding of how their brain works and how they process hard things and like why they make decisions that they do,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It sounds like we're getting to kind of a wrapping up point. I think so. <laughs> so the, 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 the last question that we always kind of like ask with content that we, that we consume for faithful Tanner is, do you think that this did, uh, that this was a good portrayal of faith and religion and media? And would you recommend watching it?
1: I don't think it was a bad portrayal, but it obviously, mm-hmm. based on our discussions, it easily could have been better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think if you wa- you can watch it if you want to see like a good window into the, the general attitude—not everyone, obviously—but just kind of the general attitude of gay teens being raised in a Christian atmosphere, mm-hmm. trying to like
0: mm-hmm. forge
1: their own thing. I guess it's it's in it's interesting for historical mm-hmm. value. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But if you're trying yeah, to get yes. any, like, fa- faith out of it, I wouldn't recommend it. I would honestly more recommend tracking down that episode of The New Normal, which I think is a little bit of a better show, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Valen? <laughs> what about you, Emma?
2: Yeah, I, I, th- I think I totally agree with uh, Tanner here. Mm-hmm. Just, it could have been better in a lot of ways, but it also, you know, it does spark conversation, obviously, about, mm-hmm. you know, and thinking about how it could have been better handled, I think, makes it, you know, at least it's thought-provoking, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I would recommend watching it, if, if, especially if you have a Glee background and you like mm-hmm. it and yeah. you think it might be interesting to look at with a specifically religious or spiritual lens. Um, but I, I don't think I would recommend it to somebody who uh, isn't familiar with Glee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: How about you, Christina? Um. I think, I think that it did, I think Glee did about as decent of a job as they could have done without taking, like Tanner said, any kind of, like, specific stance on religion in the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think I actually, like, would recommend it, mostly in the sense of, like, you know, like, hey, here is how a show that is not that is specifically not about religion addressed religion in 2010 Mm -hmm. because it's part of it is that like every stance on religion that was expressed in the episode is you know a valid concern like we didn't even talk about uh sue sylvester having having given up on God because she because she kept praying to God to uh cure her sister's Down syndrome and it didn't happen. And her sister still having faith despite her circumstances and stuff. And like I, I think it did I think it did a better job than I expected it to, but I still wouldn't go to it as a be all end all, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah. Uh, before we do the wrap-up, Tanner, thank you so much for talking to us for two podcast episodes now.
1: Oh, thank um, you for having me on here and <laughs> setting up this whole crossover of loser-like-faithful-like-me.
0: <laughs> faithful <faithful-like me. laughs> There you go, we got the name. Um, so, Tanner, I know you have stuff that you would like to promote and shout out, so where do you want to be found on the internet?
1: <laughs> Alright, you can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. I am on I gotta count. I'm on three podcasts, but y'all know about Loser Like Me, which me and Christina mm-hmm. are both on together as a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also on a show called "Notify Fire Boot You First with my friend Lindsay. It's mm-hmm. a podcast where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood has the chance to mm-hmm. It's very good. It can be found on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for Not a Boot You First, and they're pronounced near
0: Always a classic.
1: Me and Lindsay are also on a Pokemon actual play podcast uh, called Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium alongside her brother Ryan and all our friends Duncan. And Mm -hmm. it is fun and I like it Mm -hmm. and I am the Mm -hmm. GM and it is a cussing podcast and there's some graphic content on there too. So like not -hmm. not horribly terrible, dark and gritty, but like be mindful if you're letting kids watch it or you yourself watching it as well. Watch it, listen, whatever. Yeah. And stare directly at the iPhone while you listen to the podcast.
0: <laughs> also, uh, a Loser Like Me and Not A you First are also swearing podcasts, just yes. so you
1: know. I, I'm rarely on a podcast where I can't swear, and I often <laughs> swear on them anyways. Mm-hmm. It's um, fine. <laughs> and since this is the topic at hand, I'll also uh, promote my occasionally worked on... Uh, Glee sequel series fanfic set in the year 2025 <laughs> Fo- following uh, Qu- the character Quinn's daughter Beth who was later adopted by Rachel's birth mother Shelby. is the whole thing. Anyways, I promote it because mm-hmm. I made a point of being a little bit better with representation than Glee and mm-hmm. I'm trying my best because I am still white and raised as a guy. So yeah. I can only do so much. There are certain episodes where I'm like, hmm, I might have to send this fanfic to a sensitivity writer. Um, yeah. But I've made a point of including <laughs> Of the Muslim character, and I want to make Rachel's Judaism more important to her. Mm-hmm. So you can look forward to that. It's on Archive of Our Own. Yeah, Archive of Our Own, mm-hmm. under the title Glee Reprise.
0: I'm surprised you just said Archive of Our Own instead of AO3.
1: <laughs> Listen, I dare to defy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: That's fine. <laughs> All right. Faithful is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pippa, all those different places. And if we're not there yet, let us know and we'll get on there. Uh, our theme music is Start of Something Beautiful, courtesy of Ketsa. We can be reached through an email at faithfulpod at gmail.com or through our Twitter at faithfulpods with an S. And since we are always looking for new listenership it would be great if you could rate and review us um recommend us to a friend uh send us an email about uh you know what you want our next topic to be or if you have any thoughts about glee uh if this uh sparks any uh you know thoughts (laughs) uh, we would always love to hear them Mm -hmm. um (laughs) interact
0: with us please
2: (laughs) please please that is everything then uh we can go right into our outro
0: yeah And I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. It's a mystery. Who knows? (laughs) It's a mystery. (laughs) Keep Keep the the faith. faith.
1: One.
0: Two. 3 4 5
1: 6, six. No, the oh, it's it's fine. It'll it's work. It's okay. That's we got M, we got
0: Emma to say 6. It's good. <laughs> okay.